Hi, it's Mal. What's going on? It's your boy Chris. Hey, it's Lakeisha. It's Bon Bon. What's happening? It's Tim. And we're Sunday. Today is Sunday, April 19, 2020. <laughs> we're still doing our social distancing though, so we're okay. Yeah, yeah. we're six feet. We're six feet from each other right now. All right, well that's a wrap for me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um so how was everybody weekend so far? It's just piping up, baby. Piping up? Okay. Shit, I've been working on my car nonstop. I ain't been doing nothing. Same thing for me to create. You know how that goes. Yeah. Anybody working from home? Yeah. I'm in and out the office. One week I'm in the office, and this week I will be working from home. I have not been in the office since March 10th. Man. That was my wow. last day in the office because wow. we actually... Yeah, we was told not to come back for that <laughs> Thursday and that Friday. So, so that Friday, dad. it actually, everybody yeah, started saying that. So y'all have been out for almost a month from Plus, your actual yes. job. And we have our same meetings, our wow. same. So nothing changed. Nothing really changed, but you realize why you go in the office being at home. Like I had to put my coffee maker uh, not my coffee maker, my tea maker in my office at home, so it look like I'm really in the office. Otherwise, I get distracted. I right. forget I'm at home. Facebook, Instagram. Right. I be doing everything. I be doing dishes, laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the office working. So. Yeah. Well, I, I wish we had a Zoom meeting and I'm washing dishes all in the Zoom. That's meeting, it. So. Like the whole time. <laughs> I People, was dancing with no shirt on. <laughs> I think it's cool though. Folks' life still go on. Yeah. It's well, for some up, people. But. For some people, no. They are not working from home. They aren't working at all. So we are very well. I'm talking about right. just for the yes. mass. Yeah. Like we're very blessed to still have our job. Our show out yeah. to the people that aren't working at this current moment. Yes. Definitely, yes. Oh, it's oh, gonna oh, get better. Uh, we didn't really think about this. We started talking. You know, this is how this is how we are. Like it's just a, a conversation, and you tune in for this conversation. But yes. we didn't realize that you guys don't even know us. <clears throat> so let's give them a short, short bio. You know, you can kind of see the in depth on our Instagram or our Facebook. Uh, which the links will be after the fact of this episode. But uh, my name is Christopher Craig. I am an elementary school teacher. I teach art from K through five. I'm also a model. I'm also a creative. I paint. I draw. I build. I sculpt. Whatever. If it's something to be done or something needs something, somebody needs something done. I'm gonna figure out how to do it. Right. Sound like he trying to say he good with his hands. Yes. <laughs> He's a man of he many talents. <laughs> right. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> it has to be like that these days. You have to have a multiple true. hustles. Yeah. Multiple yeah. hustles. But I tell you this though, like during this little pandemic, nobody wants to buy nothing. No. Shoot, you're telling yeah. me, man. What are we going to buy? You're right. You're trying to buy it. Where are you going to wear it to? Where you, you're like, right. you know, who going to see it? Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been buying stuff because it's if you are online shopping, a lot of things are on sale right yes, now. So yes, this is a yes. good time to be buying. So who are you, Mr. Shopper? who you are, Mr. Shopper? So I am Levante. Uh, I am a uh, pharmacy technician, and I also work in the medical field with the mentally disabled. Um from Memphis, born and raised here, uh, 27, will be 28 later this year. Uh, I also am a tax preparer. That's one of my new little side hustles that I've just picked up on this year. We'll be doing that next year as well. So if you guys don't want to experience what the people experienced where they were um, getting their refunds deposited into their tax companies, come see me. I deposit your stuff right into your account, yeah, okay? I'm going to promote that a little bit. Advertising for free. You will get your stimulus. I will see an inch of your stimulus check. It will go directly into your account. Oh, God. Yeah. So, who else do we have here? Oh, you have Mallory. Mallory. Everybody calls me Mal Mal or Mally Mal or just Mal. But my name is Mallory. I'm the married one. I also, I uh, what I do for a living is I do and deal with numbers on a day-to-day regimen. I deal with the customers. We deal with forklifts all day. So if you up in Kroger using Pallet Jacks, we are very essential. <laughs> we are very essential to the medical field, to the grocery field, to everything that you could possibly think of pulling out. That's us. So, I need her. Like I said, I'm working from home and I'm working there. But right now I'm back in school. I'm going mm-hmm. for a second degree. Woo-hoo. Yeah, then I'll be trying to go for my master's after that. Hey. 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 Yes. I'm currently at <laughs> on HBCU. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> University of Memphis also. Okay. But right now life is busy. So that's, that's all that Life is busy. You're doing it and you're killing it. That's yeah. all that is. You are doing the damn thing from home, doing yes. everything that's going on right now. No fake yeah. coffee. Still making it happen. No fake coffee machine. <laughs> 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 Who else we got right. in the building? Yo, it's your boy Tim. Uh, I'm the, the blue collar worker of this group. I work uh, on European, well, I work on any cars, but work on Europeans mostly your Beamers, your Mercedes, your Jags. You know, Aston here and there, Audis, Porsche, yada yada, whatever. I work on it. So, essential working right now, being in the automotive industry, is very interesting to say the least. So, I'm still working, going every day, and uh, just blessed to have a job. But other than that, that is so sports, true. sports is my main thing. Family, friends, but and my and my puppy. I got a puppy, so um, that's like that man is not no puppy. Yeah, that's a grown man. <laughs> that's a grown man. <laughs> he's a year old. Hey, he's a year old. He's a year old. So he's he's still yeah. growing into it. Hey, but, yeah, that might be. It's very. It's crazy how dogs yeah. shoot up like that, though. Yes, but I got him no like time so, like, to reach adulthood. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to uh, Memphis Animal Shelter for hooking me, my, my long lost friend. I know it's risky. Oh, yes. oh wow. Okay. So they uh, actually got talked to. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and he, a, a very good looking dog, by the way. Oh, he really is very, 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 very mindful. Very, he is yes. very mindful. 
To the people at home, uh, the, the dog that they're all mentioning is Tucker, uh, my pit bull. Yes. So, you got an Instagram page? He's going to, just oh, not so yet. You want to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? He's a dog He's a dog I wear a dog or a shirt that's got the pit bull on it. It's just like him on that shirt. Yeah, it looked like her. <laughs> yes. It did. Tucker. Come on. Come here. All right. It's me. Yeah. I'm Lakeisha. That's me. <laughs> um, I'm born and raised in Memphis, North Memphis, to be exact. I am a graduate of the best HBCU in Atlanta, Clark Atlanta University. Okay. I got a bachelor's and a master's in accounting. I'm a commercial operations analyst for an agriculture company. And, um, yeah, Jesus is the homie. I'm the Christian out of the group. But not like the Christian. Like, you know, I said, boy, like, I am a Christian. You balance it pretty well. Like, oh, me, yeah, and, me, and, me and Jesus, that's the homie. I, um... That's why I'm here. I, this is going to be so much fun because I get to bring scripture to life. Like, y'all be talking about something and I'll be like, but the word says. Yes. But that ain't what I'm at first. I'm, I'm giving out the message within the message. I can definitely say that. You can you can slide some scriptures in there. Like, it's going to be fun. Y'all be expecting to hear it. You're going to with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, like, not very But then I go right back to getting this in your ass. This is so. true. Let's go. This so, is gonna be fun. What are we talking about today? So yeah, let's start this thing off, y'all. Um, we want to start this thing off with a little thing I call meditation revelation. Okay. As we do for any segment, we're going to give us a time limit. Ten minutes per segment, so we won't run off too long. So let me start this clock. That means it started. Let's go. Um, I want to talk about saying yes when you want to say no. Uh, I'm a sucker for saying yes. Sometimes I even uh, find myself thinking no, 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 no. Then I blurt out yes. Why is it so difficult to say the word no? It's just a word, right? After watching someone, after watching someone I used to be very close with continually say yes to things that they wanted to say no to, and even feeling a bit trapped myself by my excessive urge to be agreeable, it got me to thinking. Why is it so important for some to try and please everyone else to the point that one would feel uh, resentful and stressed out because of it? Maybe we're afraid of saying no because our biggest fear is rejection. Maybe the fear that uh, that you would disappoint someone, making them angry, hurt their feelings, or appear unkind or rude, was so huge that you set yourself to the side. Having people think negatively of me was my ultimate rejection. Whatever uh, whatever they say they would think of me, out loud or not, does not matter to me. It's what, uh, it is the thought that would uh, potentially look down on me that made me feel bad. Uh, it's a heavy burden to carry because the urge to say yes also comes with a lack of self-confidence and self-value. If you didn't really notice that. I did. Um, well, saying no doesn't necessarily mean that you're being rude, selfish, or unkind. These are all, all unhelpful beliefs that make it hard to say no. 
but we have to understand where this comes from so we can eliminate it. Do you ever uh, wonder why it was so easy for you to say no when you were little and why it's become so difficult now? As a child, we've learned that saying no was impolite or inappropriate. If we say no to our parents, teachers, uncles, grandparents, so on and so forth, we're considered not being nice and you would have to probably been, you've probably been told off for doing so. Now that we're adults, we're more mature and capable of making our own choices, as well as knowing the difference between the wrong and the right. So, uh, no shouldn't be off, an off-limits word, but rather something that we decide on ourselves based on our own discretion. But sadly, we hold on to our childhood beliefs and we continue to associate no with being dislikable, bad-mannered, unkind, or, or selfish. The move to make is in unlearning to say no is realize that we are valuable in choosing our own opinion about ourselves about yourself over others if you live your life depending on other people's approval you will never be uh, feel free and truly happy if you're depending on other people's approval then you are saying that their opinion of you is more important than the opinion of yourself if your opinion of yourself is actually quite low remember that your problems do not define you it's okay to make mistakes what makes a person great is not their looks or achievements, but their willingness to love others, be humble, and grow as a person. You are unique, valuable, and important. Uh, no one else in the world can offer what you can offer. Lastly, learning to say no is deciding if saying yes is really worth it. After committing to something, doubt eventually sets in, and uh, you, may be, you may begin to think of ways you can get out of it. And if you don't uh, have any good excuses, uh, you then decide if you are going to tell the truth or come up with a lie. Think about the anguish, the stress, and the resentment that comes uh, that saying yes has caused you. Wouldn't it be so much easier to straightforward just say no in the first place? Mm -hmm. uh, we all remember a time that we said yes to something and then later felt so bad about it and end up lying our way out of it. Then still feel bad that you lied. Uh, whatever the reason may be, you know, you, you, it didn't come from a place of blatantly lying. It just kind of happened like that. And we got to be mindful of that so we don't perpetuate that. Looking back, you must realize that it really isn't worth to say yes to when you didn't really mean it. So uh, here's a couple of tips I have to just to help you say no. Okay. Be direct, such as no, I can't or no, I don't want to. Don't apologize and give all sorts of reasons. Don't lie. Lying will most likely lead to guilt, and remember that's what you're trying to avoid in the first place. Remember that it's better to say no now than be resentful later. Be polite, such as thanks for asking. Uh, practice saying no. Imagine a scenario and then practice saying no either to yourself or with a friend. This will get you to a better feeling of just saying no when you want to say no. Don't say, I'll think about it. If you don't really want to in the first place, because that's a lot too. You're not gonna think about it. You already thought about it. You know you're gonna say no. Right. And uh, remember that your self worth does not depend on how much you do for other people. I like that. I definitely can agree to that for sure. I know it's kind Dang, of information. That was, that was like, good, I'm sorry. Like I've been sitting on this stuff and I, I contemplate and I mentalize. This thing so is that like, something that you've struggled with personally, as far as not being able to say no in those hard times when you know someone needs you, but you also know that you have to take uh, in consideration what you have going on as well. So personally, for me, I tend to say yes when somebody wants something done. 
Okay. Like, and it has to be a creative thing or maybe just helping out a friend. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll help you. Mm, I'll do this. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. can you come here? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. I'll be here. I'll do that. No one, like, I don't want to go. Yeah. People become so dependent on the yes factor that you're always the first phone call. Like, damn, can somebody else get the phone call? Like, well, why I gotta get the phone call? I mean, I know it's the dependability yeah. thing. That's cool. You, you become comfortable with that person that you know you can go to right. and get that solid But see, that'd be the problem that, when you get too comfortable you. because yeah. I don't, I say yes a lot. And yeah. I can agree with Chris. It's more of like if someone asks you to do something. I mean, like support or do something for them in a the sense that is is a tangible outside of your household. Um, exactly. That brings me to what I really don't like. I don't like when people make me feel guilty because I tell them they can't come to my house. Uh, I, sometimes you don't want I, I don't want you there it's mine I'm they got every right to feel you got no right to feel any type yeah. of way I mean to me but, but when you when you say that you go back to the guilt this is what I'm saying you get to the guilt portion people expect you to say yes all the time because you've done it so many times right, so the, the time that you say no it's a big deal it's like, it's like a like you around. really saying no like what's the problem it ain't it ain't like you ain't got. It right. ain't about whether I got it. it ain't about where I'm at. It ain't, where I, it ain't about none of it. Like it's just no. Right. Out. And I right. feel like that's okay but to not always want to go. People will yeah. use it for their advantage. And like you know, you're saying first phone call. If you say yes all the time, that's just a standard for that. And like you were just saying, mm. and you feel bad, and then you ask yourself like, why do I feel bad about this? This is how I feel. But solution wise, when right. he was talking about a self work thing. A lot of that people acts of kindness really that measures a person, and so oftentimes people look at that and be like, "Oh, okay, am I really worth this or that?" I can see that being um, being something you got to focus on. You got to focus on loving yourself and being for yourself before you can do for anybody else. Correct. Exactly. But when you do have the love for yourself, you you either attract it or you give it off, and you see people gravitate towards that more because that's positive energy that's why you gotta get control which is not not always a good thing to always attract people who need that sometimes you want to be attracted to that you don't want to always be the source of good energy you want to be surrounded by it so that that's and that that's what happens when people become drained mentally and physically from the people around them because I'm always that source, mm-hmm. but I don't have anybody providing it for me. Right. Another so. thing I feel like people don't stop and look at, touching on when Keisha said, okay, I don't want you to come to my house. Like, yeah. I, I don't want you to come to my house for whatever reason. Yeah. People won't stop and think, okay, well, damn, why does she want me in her house? What have I done? What am I doing wrong? Well, people think like that all the time. Like, why Why does it have to be an issue with her? Yeah. To watch it, to where she right. says, instead of a self reflection you know, yeah. on, okay, because y'all forget, y'all ain't no energy in like, W. Like like the whole <laughs> thing and a lot of things is accountability. People yeah. don't want to take accountability yes. for their own shit. Like, we're, we're all human. We mess up. We make mistakes. We're not perfect. So, when somebody says, I don't want you to come because for whatever reason, instead of getting all defensive and mad, communicate with me. Like, I'm already communicating with you and telling you, no, I don't want you to come. Well, why? Because <laughs> I don't want you to come. But some of See, within men, you can do that. With women, they get all sensitive. Man, I swear. It's about them, but really, it's not really about them. And if it is, they don't take time to ask those this questions. This is true, though. This yeah. is true. You know, women, we, we attack. 
quick. What did I do? Quick, fast. Instead of, yeah. and then the thing that I hate the most is everybody want to say they grown until it's time to have an adult conversation oh my about gosh, some shit. Exactly. You know, such as this. People get Instead of feelings. texting me and asking me why you don't want me at your house, call me. Let's have a meetup. Let's look at eye to yeah. eye. Hey, but I know I need to have a meetup for you to come to my house and I pay the bills and it's what I'm doing. No, I'm just, no, I'm just, no. Wait, I, I, I get what you're I get what you're saying, though. A conversation. Right. I get what you're saying. If you're trying to conserve the friendship, why not? Right. I feel you. I feel you. So, I think it was honestly good. the best policy though, and all, when it comes down to it, it is. Yeah, they really your friend. You say, "Hey, I'm not feeling tonight." They're gonna be like, "I right, bet." I use the house though in multiple areas. I use the house as it relates to my physical house. I use the house as it relates to myself, my sanctuary, who I am, and I use the house as a like. So when we just had the debate, we pretty much was just displaying how it feels for you to actually use a person. Yeah. To actually want to be in their space, not physically in that house, but in their space. If I don't want to deal with you, I don't want you in my space. It's not that moment. It's the time and place for everything. You're going to have to respect it. The issue is we want to be there all the time. Mm. That when we really don't want to be, they they can't accept that. But it's life. You adjust. You have to be accountable. On your head, they have to be accountable. You got to really... Tip your head off to person trying to conserve their own self. Correct. That's true. Like for her to say, like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not with it today." Like, can you just let me have my own time to myself instead of arguing? What's wrong? Just like, okay, yeah. And take honestly, yeah, if you need something, let me know. Kind of. And, and making it something into, big. But in, yeah. in all honesty, I, mean, I had, I've been friends with my best friend since I was in sixth grade, and I feel like once you are on that level, you should know. Let me give my friend a break. Let me give. It takes time. Yeah, it takes time. But I feel like once you get to a certain point of maturity, you know when. Absolutely. Okay, I don't Both always does. have to be in his or her space. I don't always want them in my my space as well. So I think it's a level of maturity when you start realizing. Okay, life is also about I need self love. I need time for myself. Right. I need privacy. I self love is the best love. Self love is the best love. So yeah, you know, people need time. You can't always be there for everybody. You can't Our always school. be a yes man hey, or man. a yes woman. Yeah. Don't, don't love that y'all are in this topic so much. Like, yeah, I, I, I really didn't. I yeah. thought about this for a good little minute and like yeah. did my little writing, but our ten minutes gone. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> you gotta keep it pushing. You gotta keep it pushing. Uh, on to our first topic of the first episode. How is everyone dealing with the pandemic, and how do you feel like life will be after the fact of this? Let's go. Beep. So, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. So, with in my field, since I'm still having to go to work, it's crazy to see that th- there's nobody on the road anymore. Yeah. But then at lunchtime, there's like everybody and their grandmother, and I'm trying to figure out where all these people came from. Everybody trying to eat. Well, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. But I, I it, but I have friends who have been in quarantine for three weeks now up in Chicago, where you know where I'm from, Chirac, ooh, Chi City. <laughs> if you really know what's up, but uh. Not Earthshot Town, rather. But, uh, no, so people just are seeing them in a grocery store. Like, you know, when I go from work, home, or go to home, excuse me, go to the grocery store after work, I normally will see these people, like, lined up because it's right at, you know, 5, 6 o'clock at Kroger. People are just in there, just regular shopping. Now you go to Kroger, it's like going to an MMA match because you're trying to fight for stuff. People are crazy, like, and I don't know if it's necessarily to what it was with the toilet paper for some of y'all, but... It's 
It's like, it's a war zone out there just to get go get regular essential food. Like you can't even buy meat half the time. What I have not seen not one of these fights yet. I'm waiting to see one. I'm not trying to see nobody's fight. Really see I want to see because if you're an early bird, early bird people <laughs> get up and gone to take That's care. That's right. Of we go get. We got to deal with your home. Get busy. Right. Exactly. You know. I mean, the commute for me has been fantastic. I don't have any complaints. However, <laughs> yeah. the transition of being at home and not being able to see my family, like such as my mom and my father, has been really been. Really, really tedious. So how do you you feel once the pandemic is over with? Do you feel like personally some things may change with you just... I know things are going to definitely change with me because just because someone or... On TV, say, hey, go outside. No, I still going to be on my P's and Q's yeah. and on my toes with things because things like this just don't suck and go away. It just no, doesn't go away. It doesn't. Exactly. So, I mean, right now, I'm definitely thankful. It makes me thankful. For your health? For my health, yes. yes. And being able to still have your family, but it, it also kind of humbles you in a way. Right because I definitely, again, my heart goes out to people that aren't working. You know, I'm, we are beyond blessed to be able to still be able to work from home or from the job. Yes. You know, we still putting food in our refrigerators. A lot of people can't say that. Yeah. I, I, I was definitely, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but I definitely was building up a little bit of anxiety being kind of <laughs> on the front line, dealing with people when they first have the symptoms, not really knowing what's going on with them, wanting some type of medication. And so once it kind of blew up in the USA. This trying to sound bad. I'm sorry. You said you'd be able to, you, you put some hand sanitizer on before you came to this table. <laughs> It just came to me when you said that you. I'm like, you are on the front line. I was not on the line. I was not on the front line. I was not on the front line. I was not on the don't know what's going on with them and so like going forward I think in the back of my head for sure since I'm still going to be always on the front line it's going to always be a little bit of anxiety like who am I coming across today you know do they know what's going on with them and I don't know if I will be able to go back because before this even with the flu season you just don't take those extra precautions like we are now and so now to be in that field and this is like you said something that's not going to go away it's just always that anxiety. And I do have a family, and I want to make sure that I'm not putting them at harm. And, you know, myself as well. But, yeah, I don't know. To honestly say, I don't know how I would move forward from this. Not as long as I'm in the medical field. Yeah. I don't know how to move forward. And I think people should definitely read up on their literature about certain things so yeah. they can get their own understanding and own, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit, we'll come back to that. But I just think yeah. people should definitely. <laughs> no, we don't need to come back. People need to read. Yeah, they do. Period. I'm so not. Yeah. I mean, it, I've been seeing some people with these damn gloves on. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. That yeah. is All you do is cross contaminate. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then they like, drive in them, they don't take them. I saw anywhere. a young dude. I saw a young dude at, at the, at the uh, gas pump one day. I ain't going to talk about it in a second. Yeah, <laughs> that's another it's subject another for subject, another exactly. day. Yeah, but okay, the man got in the car. He got back out the car. He got back out the car. He had a garden glove, not like a latex. <laughs> he had like yes. a, a PPE oh in the background, pumping oh, okay. gas. So you know, he while, said he ain't taking no chance. So, while, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, hey, I had my little mask on. I was like, hey man. He said, like, what's going on, bro? I was like, so do you take your glove off or wash it, you know, after you bathe in the car or after you go throughout the day? He said, 
No, no, no. I'm like, you know, you just spreading shit around, right? You might as well like, not even have the gloves on. Exactly. He, he, he's yeah. like, he looked at me, like, he looked up, like, oh, damn. But he didn't want to admit, like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm fucking yeah. up. <laughs> In the defense of people who are not up to date or are educated on how to not cross contaminate things, we've never had anything like this this big happen. When we've ever had, I'm not making <laughs> no, excuses because I feel like you know, in order to protect yourself, you need to research. But we just we've never. Americans, we just never have had to deal with this. Not within, you know, the last. That is common damn sense. Yeah. It's common sense, but you can't fault them for not knowing. That's a lot. Lack it might be common sense to you, but it might not be common you know, sense to them. Right. 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 I feel like if you can do everything else, you can get yourself up, put your makeup on for about thirty minutes. You can take the same thirty minutes and put it into reading and brushing up on some stuff it, that yeah. you need to know. You can it's beneficial. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Right. And you done it about. Right. A, a, a tutorial putting these big ass lashes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, that's, that's probably been the hardest part for me. I'm I'm grateful and, and blessed to still have a job yes. because it, it is kind of messed true. up. Some people lost their job and they have kids. Like yeah. it's just me. Like that's really messed up. Yeah. But I thank God that I do have a job to go to, even though it's me getting from the bed. To my office. Fake office. I wonder what advice we could give people on how to move forward. Because I'm thinking if I was a parent with children right now and I got laid off on my job, what steps could I do? Take after advantage this? of the unemployment benefits. Yeah. People like right. right. you yeah. surprised yeah. on how many people unemployment. Even if it's not unemployment though, they just gave out and as much as we do not like this president. We all know it. He he just saying, yeah, but it wasn't just him. I mean, that's you had the whole Congress. You needed everybody, and everybody in executive house. But I'm saying, not just him. All of them pretty much, you know, push for this to happen. So y'all should be glad the government, even but if it's a law. Common sense, like what but what person a, that wouldn't do that? I'm gonna tell you, I'm not. I'm gonna tell you what person what wouldn't. Everybody in America got a chance and the choose and the choice to choose where they want to go with their life. Some people got jobs that was just temporary. Some people had jobs that they had been on for for years. And I'm not saying that they should or should not have lost their jobs. But those that lost their jobs, this is why they preach, especially the African Americans that were in the day fund. This is yeah. it's moments like this where all of that comes into play because number Stack one, you're not hand. sure if you're gonna get another paycheck. At least you can say, hey, this bill can be taken care of for X amount of time. That bill, whatever can wait, whatever you can juggle with. Mm-hmm. I thank God I got a job because my rainy day fund is shot right now. Yeah. So it's nothing but a blessing that I'm even I'm still getting paid, able to pay bills. What about those who don't? It's gonna be hard to move on from that because you're still gonna be paying for that. Later on, when America do pretty much open back up, yeah. it's just it's yeah, a it lot that you have to think about. Even if you don't look at it on the financial side, these children, you got some children that missed out on school. You have some parents that's at home teaching your kids. You also have yeah. some parents at home that's abusing yeah. their kids. Yeah. You got some yeah. people whose parents are not at home. Like going to school can be an outlet for children on multiple levels, on educating, food, all of that. Yeah. They missing out on that. Children are gonna have to adapt. Like I, I, all I of it is really, I feel it's like, a lot. I feel like it's pushing 
parents to be how our parents with us when we were younger, how they were involved with us. Me being a teacher, these parents were not, no, they because they almost darn near like what, 10 years older than they kids. But they don't have the so, chance, the way the economy is now, no, everything is. No, no, you have to make that time. You have to make the time, but if you, you have to realize, if you have parent, a child, it's no longer what you want to do like that. It's, 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 your child is the main focus. I'm sorry. I say that all the time, yeah. but I ain't going to speak on it because I ain't got no kids. <laughs> I mean, that's why I don't have kids. I know I'm I ain't ready for what it. I want to do. Right. But I, I also, I, I, my heart goes out to the parents that actually don't have the time. Yeah. I, I might be a single parent. Right. I, my job right. might only yeah. pay me $9, $10 right. an hour. I'm doing what I can to just provide yeah. for my child. And so I can't fault them for not being there every single step of the way like my parents were for me. Because right. I, I grew up in a home yeah, where the parents situation. were together. It yeah. Is. So it's I, you want to be there Essentially, I know I need to provide a roof. I know I need to provide food and clothes. I just I might not be there for you always emotionally because I'm I'm always at work. So you know, I think you know we have to look at the bigger picture for a lot of parents as well. I just hate it for the kids that whose parents are like that, and they kind of look for the schools to kind of damn near raise their kids for them. Yeah, but see, not all kids are like that though. Because like I grew up in a single home, like a single parent home, and. I mean, I can maintain my own like but that's a entertainment. Very small majority, yeah. right? It small is, and some of these children are a lot younger, and they have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be harder for children. I, I feel, feel like way harder. I, I feel like kids need to be able to entertain themselves though without causing chaos. They kids, what? See, that's why I said we don't need to speak on this subject because we ain't got kids. Because what you just said sounds like an individual who Who don't got kids. kids. Yeah, like I I don't have kids. Because where's the fine line between chaos? I have just playing with the child. I be trying to get my niece to just chill. Kids get into trouble. They're kids. They don't know all the time what they're doing is gonna cost. Exactly. They really don't. So you know, kids, kids. I've been a kid and thought I was doing something innocent, and you know, got in trouble for it. So. Yeah. Let me tell you who gets money. <laughs> I'm just a kid. I'm just having as fun. As soon as it's over with, nail salons get money. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are going to get chopped. Let me tell you. I paid $50 to get his hair cut the other day. Yeah. What haircut you got? I paid 60 yesterday for my hair cut. For traveling barbers because they have to learn how to chop. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know. Right. I need to learn how to chop my own head. Hey, so I, I get a fresh line. I, 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 I can't fave. I can get a fresh line all day. I, just, I, I, I can't fave. I can't fave. Hey, uh, $30 for lines. Holler your boy. I'm coming to you. I'm coming straight to you. And you know, when you need a haircut, if you have a job where you have to be, you know, present yourself in a certain way, you got to pay that. Yeah. You have to, you have to pay for it. Pay the play. I, I'm going to definitely no, invest in learning how to cut my own. To record it. Hey, I started to get that back right. And yeah. <laughs> you be in there. And see, I just, since I thought I we were going to be doing videography. Yeah. I don't even care. I need that. I was great. looking terrible. I was in your shambles in there. You would like, have thought I was in the lines My hair was so messed up. It looks great, yeah. It was terrible. It looks good now, though. So. I appreciate it. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> oh, she nice. So she <laughs> screw you. So does anybody want to name off some things that they are going to start doing differently once the pandemic is no. over with? Anything much. comes to mind that you know? No, for? what you mean? Nothing. I've been washing my body. I've been washing my hands. You should have been doing that anyways. My no. point exactly. So ain't nothing going to be but, different. No, I will say, I was able to save a lot of money. Me too. So I think this is what I would do. I 
spend more I'm money on food. Heck yeah. But that's because my child feed us lunch every day. Yeah. So now I got to feed myself lunch. So a great, a great way to turn this into a positive is to maybe isolate yourself maybe once a year. Say no. money, stay, no, stay in, anyway. club. I don't go out. Yeah. Everybody that feel like they got to run to the club every weekend. Right. I just don't. I ain't got to run to the club every weekend, right. but I don't, I don't like being I know nobody like in this group does, but I know it like the vast majority of people well, when in I was Memphis or across the world. 20, 21. That's it. I got to get to the club. I got to see you. Turn up on a Tuesday, bro. I got to see you. I know, right? I'm 28. I'd rather be at my house and my man's house. I ain't even going to lie. It's time to go. I felt like that for like Two years. I don't really care to get out like that no more. I feel like you're getting older though. But when I do want to get out, I want to get out. So I feel some type of way because I can't get out right but now. But when I go out, I turns up. I mean, okay. I don't got to go out every weekend, but then one weekend after month, I feel like I'm getting out. I feel like I'm getting out. That's because of a reason. It's her yeah. birthday. You want to yeah. do whatever? It, Boom. It, it, so it, it, you want to sit at the house? We can sit at the house. I'm cool with right. that. Yes. I just, if I'm, as long as with my people, I'm straight. Yeah. I think it's hard because we know we gotta stay. <laughs> Right. You know, we got somebody tell you you can't yeah. do it, you know. Like, oh, oh, like, like, oh, like, oh, 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 it's like y'all keep saying, okay, maybe we're gonna open back up. Y'all not stupid. Y'all know the, the weight that the death rate just keep going up. What y'all gonna open up on May first? I'm just gonna stay at home. A lot of Memphis people never quarantined in the first place. No one, no one has really. Yeah. River, River front been jumping. I know jumping. I yeah. they, they blocked it's, it off. Blocked it off where? No, they blocked off the the parking. But you can still park it like the Peabody and go to the Riverside. Man. Man, I wanted to have a picnic over there. Dixie Queen Park, a lot of them get well. Y'all was lit the other day. Dixie Queen is everywhere. Y'all oh, were yeah. outside clubbing, doors open, eating on uh-uh, top of the see, car. Just yeah. had a good old time. I believe it. I'm telling you. They can't never do what they told. They like the yeah. uh, the terrible the bad, two. Yeah. Yeah. They do it anyways. I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's keep this thing going on. Um, right now on the docket, we got some spilled tea. Do I have your attention? 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 Is you taking notes? Three, two, four. We back at it. Okay, so today on Spilt Tea, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to compare and contrast the uh, stigmas on LGBTQ parenting styles and heterosexual parenting styles. And is there even a difference between the two? Uh, And why do we so quick, quickly, you know, try to bring down anything that's out of the norm? Um, And so... I wanted to just hear from everybody today on like what are your honest views on it? Like how do you actually feel openly about if you were raised by a lesbian couple or a gay couple, um, and do you think that it would have 
change your life for a positive or for a negative. So I just want to hear from somebody. Or anybody. Well, I can start off. Do we think it would change? Yeah, do you think and what are your views on it? Like how do you honestly feel? Do you think that there is such a big deal with a two men raising a child, two women raising a child? Versus a man and a woman. Right? I, I don't think. I don't I think do. This, uh, I want to uh, talk because y'all. I, I, I do. On okay. most reasons, not just on the spiritual segment, but just in the in in the earthly standpoint and our, our physical body where we are now. Okay. There are things mentally, physically, that a man could teach a boy, and that a woman can teach a boy. It's it's. I feel there's a, there's a difference in the connection there. I was raised by. I mean. A, man and a woman but I was raised with my parents and then when they got divorced I was raised strictly primarily by my mom so there were things that occurred in my life as it relates to men that I could that could have been prevented maybe not completely but I would have had a warning I would have had some type of model of what I wanted and didn't want to see if I had my father physically present during that time of growing up so my mother could teach me, uh, you know, love and stuff like that. My dad couldn't. My dad could teach me everything. He could teach me how a guy's supposed to love me, what a guy's supposed to do, and you know how a, a man works as it relates to him getting his wife. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have it completely. So my mama could show me that. I fell for stupid relationships for multiple reasons, but using that as an idea, there's just something that you can't get from the other party. Okay. That's one thing. Well, really, that's the main thing. And another thing is just the overall. Nothing's normal anymore. Let's be honest. Nothing's yes, really normal nothing anymore. Is normal but anymore. just the overall tradition of it, how it should be. Not even tradition. I'm gonna say how it is in the Word of God, but how it was made to be with a man and a woman. Yeah. How is it that you, or even as a uh, a LBGTQ. Plus, yes, man. I got it right. You got it right. It, it, even as that, I don't know. It's a lot of them. But as far as it goes for that, how is it? We can't. You know, it's gonna be hard for us to adapt. Just it is. It's hard for y'all to adapt. Yeah. So we can. I can only give you my opinion based on what I believe and yeah. what I see and what I've dealt with. Of course. I actually don't know a couple. That, I mean, and I know plenty of, of people. Just I don't. Yeah, I've never firsthand witnessed it. So that would, to me, yeah. I would be interested in knowing how it works. But See, no, sorry to interrupt. That's about it. No, but like, I feel okay. The TV show Modern Family has really, I don't feel me in if I'm wrong. Enough, okay. Really depict how America really is, and although. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it'd just be different. Like Keisha said, it would be different. But the reason why I think it would be different is because kind of like what she was saying with, you know, some things your mom can teach you, some things your dad can teach you. But growing up with a single uh, you know, parent, my mom, I was always, I had male figures. She always made sure there was a male figure in my life to look after, whether it be my uncle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a certain teacher that became a mentor or wh- whatever it was. Still so, the same, though. It is not, but you can. It's up to the. It's up to the kid, and this sounds weird, but it's, I really feel like it's up to the child to make it of what it is. So he's gonna be more open. He or she will be more open-minded about outsiders because, or not outsiders, but the outside world seeing how it works. Because 
they grew up with two of the same, you know, type sex pa- uh, parents. I'm with you, honestly, because like you heard the saying, it takes a village to raise right. a child. It does, whether it's mom and dad, 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 mom, mom. Right. You know, it it takes having that strong female leads around, even outside of your mom, or the strong male leads. You know, it's just, it's it's. I feel like it's really more of how the child decides to take it. And also, who like? Okay, I'm the uncle. I'm gonna be here for okay. him because his daddy not. So I'm gonna be the daddy I'm he needs me to be. So you know, I um, I completely agree. So my honest, like, I think opinion about it, and maybe because I'm a part of the LGBTQ plus community, I honestly don't see the difference. And and my thing is, you know. When you're when you're growing up and you're uh, a child, I feel like before you're introduced to the outside world, you don't really know the difference between what mom can teach me and what dad can teach me. You know, I think once you start watching TV shows, it's implanted in your head. Dad, if I'm a guy, dad is supposed to teach me. I'm supposed to be this way. I'm supposed to act this way. Mom is supposed to teach me how to treat women this way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not until you're introduced into the outside world that you start to see the differences between what mom and dad are supposed to teach me. So in, in my opinion, I don't think having parents of the same sex is either, is no more detrimental or no more positive than having parents of opposite sex. I mean... It's. I feel like it's kind of almost a case by case basis. Yeah. Because it really all depends yeah. on. And I'm not saying if you're raised by two same the same sex parents that you're gonna you're gonna grow up to be a a perfect you know human being to society because they raise children that grow up to be criminals and grow up to be you know. Uh, Addicts and grow up to be, you know, they they have raised children that way as well. Just like they have raised children that that grew up to be governors, they raised children that grew up to be um, uh, public speakers, that grow up to be, you know, these positive influences in society as well. So I think it's it's more of a even straight down the middle type of outlook. But I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh no, go ahead, yeah. You don't really raise kids to be. I, I don't raise kids, mayors or whatever because it just kind of happens out of circumstance. You know, you yeah. know how many mayors and and lawyers that came out of like single parent homes, and right? Stuff, you know exactly. So I was like, why you- is it? Why is the parenting style when it's two men or two women looked down on so badly? If a single man can raise his child to grow up to be a great. A great influence on the side. Why can't two men those break? dynamics though? It could be either ten times harder, or it could be ten times less less of a of a struggle. Yeah, and I mean even even if, let's just say you, I, I'm gonna say two men. Okay, that's too dominant. In in eyes, my eyes, they're not always dominant. But I mean, and, I mean, and they are there's they're. they're Men are built to be dominant. Let's let me just say it like this. Okay. Most men are built to be dominant. They're built to be tough. They're built for tough. Okay. Built Pretty much. That's what they supposed to be. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Most men. That's but at least going off be. of what society has taught exactly. you. Exactly. That's why to I be. said it makes yeah. it hard yeah. for anyone to to compare the two because it's totally different. But using men, how that child gonna know? Uh, 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 a submission side or a more 
Not all females are submissive. Not all, but I'm saying a more easygoing. Like most times when you're raised by a single mother, she starts to take attributes of a father. She knows she has to be that. That rock, she has to be. And you know, it makes it really hard for a woman. I'm I'm glad that you said that. It does. It makes it really hard for a woman when they feel as if they have to be the dominant one at all times. Like I'm, I'm glad I have a man now because certain things in my life, as a whole, from physically, mentally, emotionally, all that. I ain't got to be superwoman all the time no yeah. more. Because it's always been just me. So I do feel that you need both parties involved to have that type of balance. That's just how I look at it. Also, I feel too... I'm sorry. Before you even started going, Mallory. Because you ain't said nothing yet. But it... it I think it goes down to them kids too. Like their friends. Oh, yeah. That's who going to give them hell. Yeah. Like the other kids. Kids are cruel. And that's what makes them And that's like, my... And, that's, yes. and I'm, and I'm going to let you get it. But that's my like, point exactly. <laughs> Most of those kids who will bully a child because he or she has... Gay parents. That's true. What are their heterosexual parents teaching them? Is there too? It's a domino. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, Why are they children already judging... I don't think it's teaching them anything. Like, they're, they're, they're not society. teaching them. Yeah. They're not. It's TV. It's what Social they say. That's, media. That's, why, that's why I hear them like my boys. Oh, that's gay. Oh, you gay. Exactly. Like, you know, and, it, and that's something we say. Oh, man, they're gay. They're exactly. Gay. You know, we say it playing around. The parents don't correct the, the child. The, the verbal <laughs> You're so, things you should be that teaching your child what? That's okay. As long as his parents. Yeah, as long as his parents. That's a good thing to say to someone that's gay. You know, you need to choose your words. And adults need to be grown enough to say, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. That's true. You ain't got a lot of folks like that nowadays. It's not, you don't have to accept, you know. You don't have well, to. You don't. You, you don't have to accept it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to, you don't have to disrespect exactly. it. Yeah. And I'm I not saying everybody should be open to it, but I do think that if you are raising children, your children need to understand that the world is made up of many types of people. Topic. It all comes down to respect. And that was a hard to topic. Say, it may yeah. not be for me. Like, I'm, I'm not cool. Like, hey, like, I'm not gay. Yeah. But hey, that's what you want to do? I think I think we're gonna have to go back to that another day because yeah, that sounds like it is. It's, it's, it's a lot because a lot you. It is. Yeah. It's a lot because you got children involved. Then you have the adult, the image of society as a whole. It's a lot to pour into that, and and then I got a little bit more to put in it too. <laughs> oh, well, I can't do it. I can't, I can't yeah, do it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because that's it. That's you. All of them was really good points. Let's yeah. keep it moving, y'all. Except keep it for moving. the branch. Okay, uh, <laughs> next topic, next topic. As you know, we're going to take 15 minutes for each topic. Uh, this topic right here, Keisha, I know you're ready for this one. Women's body count. Does it really matter? Men's or women's. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. We changed it up. We got we got equal all of us in Body there. count, period. Does it matter? Is it really a, like, what, a subject? Should we say subject? Yeah. Is it really a, a topic it, of it, discussion. Is it, is it even a topic? Matters, like, is it even, yeah. even something that you, you care about when you were, like, when you talk, talk to somebody else? Is that a factor? Go. So here's what we're going to say first. First of all, for those who do not know what body count is. Let them know. Y'all are not ignorant. Body count is how many bodies you got on your hand. Wow. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. How many bodies, how many soul ties you got on your hand. Ties out there, you still can't. Talking guns. If if you need, if you can't take the niceness, how many people you didn't fuck? Oh, doesn't matter. Point blank, period. Boom. That this girl you can talk to, or this nigga you even talk to, doesn't matter how many times he didn't fuck. I think 
And we're not talking one person. How many times you can hit that woman? No, we're no, talking no, about no, engine. No. Your body people, count. Your body. And if you even know That's your body count, yeah. okay. that it's might be a problem. You don't know your body count. That's the first 48. <laughs> 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 you got to do all of them. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so, Keisha, what were you saying? I don't she think it matters. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it matters. It matters, but it don't matter. For both sexes, it matters. For both sexes. Elaborate. For both sexes. Elaborate. I say Elaborate. it matters. Number one, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Let's start there. I had to throw that out there. Okay. So, however many people you have allowed to come and destroy your temple, you got to pray that many times in my mind. <laughs> so, if you don't know how many people you slept with, slept with in your life, and sleep with is sleep with, regardless of how you look at it. We are We're talking adults. About head, We're talking about, about everything. If you have had multiple parties to the yeah. point where you can't remember their names. Mm. I don't care if you can write it down in the whole notebook. You can't remember that name. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That is an issue. Because but, you've allowed... And most of that is not just on the sexual feelings. Sometimes it's emotional. Oh, Sometimes it, it can be a lot of hurt. It can now. be a whole lot of things that people can... I might not know the name, but I might remember the experience. Uh-huh. Depending the on what I say. I'm about to say... Cause I was saying, you get I'm just saying. I remember the experience. Walk of shame was a thing. But I'm just saying, you can have a notebook. You can have a notebook and write that name down. If you can write that name down, that's what I'm saying. Even if you're going to experience, you remember something. But it's a problem if it's you. You still write. I don't look at you. You on the next back. What's going on? We're number twenty. I'm twenty eight. And so do you, you, see, you, got you, more feel that, you feel that same way about men as well? I do. You do. I do. Okay. I think that it's a little. I, I do. I think it's harsh on women because yeah, of the emotional it's portion of it. Because most women, when we when the we do have sex, it ain't just like a physical thing. Most time, women put emotions in there. Yeah, so yeah, you've allowed yourself to get attached right. on on multiple levels. So I do think it's harder as it relates to women, but as it relates to men. We got to worry about y'all, too. Yeah. And we got, like, we really Ava. do. Y'all ain't too quick to put y'all stuff out either. And I so, think women should start holding men accountable for their body count, just like men hold women accountable. I'm going to tell you I why none of that should, matters they, to they me. They, they, they slick hair, but that's the way you say they do it. But yeah. what I'm saying, they, I get that, yeah. but I don't. I, it doesn't matter as it relates to me and my relationship. Yeah. If, if my man, man was to tell me every, every night, which I'm, he is very smart. Um, and intelligent not to do that. <laughs> but if he was to do that, I can't follow him for what happened before me. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We we, we I can't I can't fault you for what happened before me. There oh, may have been some not things. Bringing that drama and shit no, to my house. That's what I'm getting at. I can't over, I can't deal over. with your your demons. I can't deal with what you got going on coming to me. That's the soul tie right there. Yeah. That yeah. Dam- damages my spirit. That damages so that damages who I am as a person. Yeah. People start to change that way. Let's get this right before you come over here and think you're about to do anything. And that's why it's key most times to wait until me. <clears throat> That's why, they, that's why they say you should <laughs> wait. Like but we're not going to lie and say we waiting. So, you if you if you it. ain't waiting, I think you can. I, I do. It's yeah. a, it's a mind. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that we have all done it, <laughs> there's no lie. No one's at this table. I do it. So, if you're not, if you're not, kudos. If you are, make sure... 
it's understood between you two you what y'all got going on. Yeah. Uh, see, don't bring nothing else in the bedroom. That's terrible. I, That's that I agree. Uh-uh. I feel once a friend of mine once told me, you know, I'm I'm not gonna talk about it, I'm not gonna think about it, or whatever. I was like, good, because once it's over, it's over. Look back on the memory for what it is, but don't get trapped in there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. If you take into account a body count, to me, the only importance behind it is health wise. That's literally yeah. it. I don't. Yeah. And you know, and, and not just health wise, because I was thinking I'm like very fifty fifty on this subject because a part of me is like that was your past. Then the other part of me is, but what about your future? You know, what what happens when Bad we are together habits. and if you have so many body counts, we enter a party, we enter right, a venue, yeah, and everybody yeah, you're yeah. speaking to, oh, you know, I smell. That don't Tell you why I don't think I'm with you, Chris. That really don't matter. It's gonna be an issue as if we like because we're human. Yeah. Like we ain't gonna sit here and say we don't fear nothing there because yeah. we out with you yeah. and this is somebody. And that's Again, something you don't is, picture, is, he's smart you know. enough yeah. to know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Even, why would you even mention it to me? I don't care. I, I used to talk to. Okay, cool. You, we here now. But what it because right. I, I used to talk to people. But that's what I'm saying. You're with me. I feel like we should be able to talk about it because that's open, honest communication. Baby, how you gonna bring that up? We out to get something. Look, 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 like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying to bring it up if you got brought up like, whatever but you shouldn't let it like you shouldn't let it mess up or, or, or fuck up anything if, because if they're five what we doing me and you is nothing like yep, anybody else exactly. Exactly. Like none of that even matters I like this and it, go, and it goes to the health thing like you said but it matters what, 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 when you're still talking to a person and you're going and still add, adding body counts to the count to the count okay yeah. but, but that's again, what I'm again no. that's open and honest communication right. and on top of that it should only matter it should, it should open it should matter to the uh, it should matter to the health what we should be doing together let's go get tested together okay and then be so, if your significant other, other had, had a body count over, let's say, 500 people, oh, how would you feel about this? Because it's people who have slept with more than 500 people. I would hope that at 30 years old, you do not have. What the fuck? What if he had 500 and told me he had three? I only know what he tell me. So that means right. so what I'm not what I'm saying is a whole nother ball game. Y'all have a bigger you, issue than No, we ain't got no bigger yeah, issue. Let me tell you why we ain't having no issue. If we getting up in this and I tell you my body count is three, he not stupid. We've had this conversation. But, why would you but if I can't tell him my body count is three, he only gonna go by what I tell him. Yeah. You should lie. You right. You shouldn't. But it goes back to if it's five hundred. You know how embarrassed the person will be to say again. People have done it. You got people who's had sex for money. You got people who do that as a career. I'm, I'm using that as an example. I'm using, but I'm using all of that because. You did this to yourself. Some people was exactly. not. They weren't mentally, um, mentally taught what sex was. And no okay. no and they what the meaning taught. and what those. But what I'm saying is, is they yeah. did it just to do it. How many times in high school, middle school, bro? I'm right. challenging y'all. Oh, yeah. How many right. times in middle school y'all heard about folks having sex? Oh, heard about it. Heard about it. Time out. Time out. What school did you go to? Elmore Park. 
Okay, see, I, I went to the line right now. That was Edwin. I went to Kingsbury. So trust me, I knew people in middle school that was getting on. I didn't start knowing nothing about that shit until I stepped into high school with niggas. I've gone to school with white folks all my life. Well, I'm just saying, I didn't. I didn't. I ain't but even then, you had people that were sneaky. You had people who did stuff because they friends do it. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you were still exposed to it at an early age as if it's supposed to be normal. Is that that's not true? That's not what sex is. That's not what it is at all. We are all guilty of that. But if we look at it again, again, like I was talking about with the last subject, it's society. Society has taught us but I think it's that that's a nasty society. thing to have X amount of people that you're slipped with. It, it, society have taught us that. But if you look at how other species, uh, you know, uh, as far as mating and stuff like that, they 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 sleep with so many different. So it's like it's, it's our society have that has molded <laughs> us to think that we aren't supposed to have X and many body counts. You shouldn't be is sleeping that, with that many people. But, but see, that's, that's where it goes to like the whole slut shaming thing and like yeah. you know man whore and stuff. None of that to me is dramatic. Man, look, if you in a relationship and your significant other asks you what's your body count, y'all going through the dating process. My suggestion: be honest, but just tell them. Especially if you feel now, and I'm not talking about no first, no second. <laughs> No third day either. Not no. I'm talking about somebody you've been dating, dating. and you can actually see a future with that person. You yeah. can actually see yourself building a life with that person. If they ask you that question, just say what you got to say. Be honest. Be real. Throw it out there because if you go into a lie, you're going to forever be lying about it. You yeah. don't want that person to ever be out in public and be embarrassed Truth about it. But what. if you do not ask me, I do not feel now, I'm going to tell you. I ain't telling you nada. If, 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 you don't if, ask me, I feel yeah. like why does it even matter for you to ask in the first place? Because of insecurities. Sometimes because of insecurities. Yeah, that, like, that's that's at, true. At the end of the day, you like okay. At the same time, too, if if it matters so much for you to ask, you can't be upset about the answer. Like, yeah, you you really some people do be nervous for help. But you, but you got, but you have to. But if you that's choose, the only like, thing okay, though. I want to be with you. Yeah. So if what whatever number you tell me, it, it shouldn't matter from. Before you even open your mouth, I can. I can. I don't need details. Say, and I don't want details. I, if if you tell me, hey, yeah, I if, if I've been details. tested, yeah. if I've been tested, I'm and clean. that's why I said the only thing. All right, cool. Matter. Then I don't give a crap about I, your yeah, past. I can't you start thinking about you. Why body count should even matter is if you're not solidified in your relationship. That's the only thing that because you got too much going on as it is. Like soul ties, okay, you sleeping with one person, then you choose to go then sleep with somebody else. You bringing that back to the person that you've been hanging around with for like several months. Yeah. Then you oh, going girl, to go have a whole bunch of meaningful, me, unmeaningful sex with other people. Like, what are you gaining from that? Exactly. Then you want to go into a relationship with all these. All this baggage that you have, and then girl, yeah, I just had sex with him last week. That's why people be in their feelings and ask but, these questions. But you see, that. Who, who was thinking about soul ties and stuff? Women, niggas ain't thinking about that. We, we, we don't. We don't. We don't. That's the problem. Not all men are not yeah, thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, a yeah. lot of men that are in church do have that same yeah, mindset. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I, you're right. I can't put it towards all. I can only put it towards you. Don't care about it. Right. A percentage yeah. of men don't care. Because like when I'm trying to get action, I'm thinking about getting some action. But see, I also don't. But what if you're trying to make her your wife one day? That's different. 
That's different. Okay. I'm giving you it's my a different soul stage of the relationship. Yeah, okay. I wasn't giving you anything, but yeah. So have you guys ever asked anybody what was their body count? Huh? Have you asked that no, question? No, I didn't anybody? feel it was relevant. I have never I asked the only, the only time I asked, <laughs> the only time I asked, what's your body count? I love is that. if they asked me what my body count is. I didn't ask you because I wanted to. Don't ask to be polite. It's either truth or nothing with it. Just and but once whatever you say, what you say, the after part of that conversation needs to be had in a professional adult manner. And then you keep it moving. Again, I don't even think it should be a conversation. I'm but saying if, you, if it is. If, if you is. ask, I'm going to tell you. If you don't ask, I ain't going to tell you. Me and my right. know a lot of things about each other. So oh, yeah. it is what it is. Okay. Again, that's because I see that feature. You see that feature? I see it. Yeah. Saint Jesus it. already told it to me. Yeah, I honestly would. If I'm in love, I would not care. I don't think I would care because I would love that person past. You should. Then, you know, that's love. Yeah. Like that's that's. I'm love. love you unconditionally. Yeah, but after yeah, we talked about it, we ain't talking about it no more. <clears throat> it's one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't bring it up. Is that much of an is that much of a non factor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could love them past that. So yeah. All right, all right. We're gonna end this thing off with a little hustle and motivation, my boy Tim. Ten minutes on the clock. We're gonna end this thing out. Let's go. All right. So this section is all about, like the title says, hustle and motivate. Something to get your juices going, whether it be your mental, physical, or whatever. So I like to read quotes. I like to when I actually like to read and find stuff, whether it be interviews, people, whatever. I like to you know digest what they say and go back and look at it and kind of rethink of it and you know give some deep mental uh, focus onto it. So. This one, uh, one of my favorite, it actually is my favorite artist, Nipsey Hussle. The song is called I Do This. So the lyric, he starts off by saying, long-winded, running through this life like it was mine. Never settling, but settling every goal high. 1,000 burpees on my path to my own destruction or success. But what is the mistake without the lesson? See, the best teachers in life is your own experience. None of us know who we are until we fail. They say every man is defined by his reaction to any given situation. So who you want to define you? Someone else or yourself? Whatever you do, whatever you do, homie, give your heart to it and stay strong. Now that quote resonates with me really, really hard for a couple reasons. Life is a marathon and is not about sprints. Today's society, we care more about the sprint or what the instant gratification is instead of the journey and the marathon to achieve a bigger goal. Goals can be achieved in two ways. You can have small goals and big goals. And personally, the big goals in life are the ones that are the most satisfying. Because when it's short and sweet to the point and it's instant gratification, you're waiting for that next one. This quote also talks about mistakes in life. It's important to learn from every mistake because although I do feel you should live without regret, we are human and we do have regret in our life. Now, make it a lesson you really have regret because without that experience, you wouldn't be our, who you are now. And you wouldn't be able to change and become a better you than you were yesterday. So, and the last part of it is also defines in with how society views things. They, they view us as what we do, what we say. So, what I'd like to say is, although you may say something, make sure you're mindful of what you say nowadays. Because everyone likes to talk out of the side of their neck or just to talk, to hear themselves talk. But... Are you really listening when it comes time to it? Or are you still just trying to talk? 
because you're never going to learn anything without having experiences and without being able to listen to other people's experiences as well. That way, you're able to get a better grasp of life because you may not have lived that section or that portion of what they're talking about or saying, but you're living in that moment that they're telling you, and that's still something you can look back on. So, with your actions, if somebody tells you some bad news or tries to get heated with you and you react differently in a more, what I say, elite status, instead of getting mad and upset, think about it in a mindful manner. I think a lot of today's society is also brought on without thinking before we talk. It's important to think about what you're saying because sometimes the people that speak the less, the least in the room are the most wisest and have the best common knowledge than the one who's nonstop talking all the time. Quantity over quality, my friend. So, what is your take on this quote, other than just what I've said? Do you feel it's important in your own personal life? And do you see this helping other people that since you've now heard this? I, uh, I feel you when you said that people are looking for the instant gratification. Like, people won't, all right, well, I, I put it like this. <clears throat> There's so many people in Memphis that are rapping now. You feel like you put out this one or two song, I should be hot now. I run this it don't street. it don't work like that. Nothing works like that. Like you gonna have to put in work for anything you do. I'm sorry. Like you gotta grind, bruh. In anything. So like and you said like what, ten, hundred burpees? Burpees the hunt the hardest thing to do. Like this is simple as hell, but it's hard to do is you keep on doing them. And, like, when I got first introduced to what the hell a burpee was and did a couple of them, I was like, man, this shit is garbage. I hate this. <laughs> but, like, I understood, though, if I kept on doing this, like, I would build my endurance and I would get to where I want to be, which is Vaughn body right now. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a thing, though. You have to realize and understand that you got to build to that point and get you know, to where that you're actually trying to be and where you want to be or where you idolize to be for where, I guess, since I said rapper, where you see future at. You feel like, okay, I came up with these couple of hits, I should be future by now. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. Even future people appreciate that. put in work. People appreciate when you when they see you putting in hard work and they see you kind of elevating. It, they, they appreciate hard work, you know, and I think for the person who's working toward a goal, when you're not just giving handouts and you have to go that extra mile, it helps build you. It helps push you. And so I think a lot of people, you know, should definitely reference back to that quote and, you know, think about things in the future as far as, you know, do I really want to work for what I see for myself in the future? Or do I just want to kind of be given everything? And when you're given everything, you can't really take credit. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't take credit for what you become. You don't feel it the same way. Yeah, you don't feel it the same way. Yeah, you don't feel it the same way. You don't appreciate it as much. So I think, you know, working for things and striving and pushing yourself is actually a key goal to life in general. You know, you never want to just be that person that's just cruising along. Yeah. Some people don't mind, but it's not a comfortable place you want to get used to. So... You yeah. say you say it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable for you. Yeah, some, some people, some people are comfortable some, with cruising. Yeah, some people are comfortable with just cruising along, not really having to push or strive for anything. But you know, it's the reality. Of this the is world. true. That's this the reality is true. of the world. But if you're not striving to be better, then what are you doing? Stagnant. Right. And for some people, sadly enough, it's okay to be stagnant. They're okay with the level just that they're at. It's okay. Yeah, yes. like. 
I'm, fear is the big issue. I'm very blessed to be around a table of people that, you know, that want more than what, you know, they're presented or what they can have. Mm-hmm. Even when we started this podcast thing, Mallory was like, hey, I'm I'm trying to go to Essence. I'm like, well, we're not ready to go to Essence. We ain't made one episode yet. We need somebody with that. Well, you always have to have somebody or have to be thinking of that bigger picture and trying to get to that bigger picture, even though you may realistically put yourself back. You got to have that big dream. That big dream will push you. It is. Yes, it is. I think it's also a way to keep you out of trouble. You're yeah, focused on something, and that's the most important thing is that's where your attention goes. That's what you think about, your thoughts. And I think that's just important. I think that's what we also miss in today, like the younger generation as a whole, not just younger than myself, is that, yeah, they're pushing, but they're not pushing for what they truly want. They're pushing for what a standard was set either by society, their parents, or whoever. Which is no, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but at the same time, I think as an individual, you should think for yourself and really ask yourself what truly makes you happy. It's got to be a hunger for more. Exactly. I feel, and that's why I, I like Nipsey because Nipsey he talks to you. He's not rapping at you. Right. He's not talking about big booty holes and all the other shit, mm-hmm. which is cool here and there. But nothing wrong with big booty. <laughs> we all like a big booty. <laughs> this is true. This but is true. He's talking about something different. Yes. Something Just like when Jay Z started talking about credit. <laughs> Niggas ain't want to hear that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Niggas don't hear about credit. Not at all. But hey, that's what ruled the nation. That's what hey, nation. it is what it is. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, Tim, how long have you been listening to Nipsey Hussle? Uh, probably going on four years now. Okay. I, I came, I heard, okay, I should take that back. Heard him when I was in high school, but I didn't start listening to interviews, reading just like, like, autologues and stuff like that for like, I'd probably say the last two, three years. And, uh, no, uh, last three or four years, I'd take that back. Yeah. But, uh, no, he has been a very influential person, regardless of what people's outside opinion on him, whether it be gang or whatever. The guy was motivated and he was, he was intelligent. He was a, a, an elite, one-of-a-kind type person. You know, Everyone says he's the second coming of Pac, but let's be real. You can say something, but it doesn't really That's matter. a whole other discussion. Right. That's a, that's a music but, discussion. But for someone who was able to move a nation and move a culture to try to be better in a positive way. But this is the, this is the sad thing about it. He wasn't able to do any of that moving until he died. Why listen to him? He, he, he was saying, he, look, <clears throat> you said you listened to him in high school. I started listening to Nipsey, like listening to him, not even just uh, interviews and stuff. Like the same thing he's talking in his raps, the same thing he talked about in an interview. He's been talking about exactly. that a long time ago. Nobody wanted to hear it. See there? Is it they I thought he was cute? cute? Or they, they thought they, they liked what he was doing with Lauren London? But they're not thinking, listening to what he was talking about, not seeing what he was doing. And none of that even mattered until he died. And well, yeah, I hate right before, he was at in in the look at the lifeline that he had. His peak for I don't even want to say stardom, but is because of he he did all this behind closed you know curtains. He didn't go to try to be in the camera yeah. in the face like yo look at me this or that. This is no, true. It was all he was that he was that genuine. Right, he was real and he kept it. Hey, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna, I don't care who sees it likes it. I'm gonna do it for notoriety. I'm doing it because I need to get my. My, where I come from, the people that lived in these crap situations, yeah. give them an alternative other than this gangbang. And that's why he put his store in the hood, and that's why, and that's also what's messed up. That's what killed him. Right, his store was in the hood. Yeah. You know, 
And with, see, and that's the thing. That's another topic for another day. But it like, is. You know, going on, you try to take care of the people that, or you try to, you know, make sure the people that you want, you know, to get out and take care of end up trying to shoot you in the back the most. Yeah. So. Because everybody wants that quick gratification. Exactly. He told her, hey, man, you already on. Let me get on with you. Nah, it don't work like cool. that. Yeah. It don't work like that. Um, I want to thank personally everyone that tuned in to listen. Uh, I'm pretty sure you all want to as well. Thank you guys. Appreciate yeah. you. Wait, I have to end it. I have uh, to end, end it. it. Keisha's going to end we this were thing. Talking about, I'm, I'm just going to take a subject every time we do end. Okay. Everybody's talked about it and kind of highlight something. Okay. As it talks about body counts, and I brought up the subject of solitize. Um. I meant that in a in a serious way. Like you don't want that many you don't want that 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 tied to you. You got your own things that you have to deal with that you have to consult with God when to heal, including yourself. You don't have time to pick up anybody else's baggage bag, lady bag man, and bring that into your household. And you do that in your household, I mean into your spirit and into your temple. You do that every time you allow a person in there, and that's a sacred area. There's a scripture. I was going to leave with a scripture. Matthew 12. And I'm reading from the New International Version. So it's Matthew 12 verse is 43. It says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through airy places searching rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes it Seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and then they go and live there in that place now. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be in this wicked generation. I'm speaking of a generation of those who are stuck within soul ties. You allow a person to leave, and you're done with them. Think of a person as a spirit. I'm done with you. If that person's come back, you got yourself together now. You're like, no, I don't need you. I don't, I've don't. i gotten my life right. I know what area and what direction I want to go in. And so ties is not that direction. Body count is not that direction. I got to focus on other parts of me, not just the sexual, lustful part of me. Damn, I feel oh, you're telling me no. So now I'm going to go back and I'm going to come harder. They've been sleeping out with other people and they're coming right back to you. This time, you're even more in a messed up position. That's why I like to, that's how I kind of dissect this scripture because it talks about what you don't want to happen. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you've been so open and vulnerable and everyone has a piece of you that when you're ready to give yourself to one whole person, you got too many parts of you spread out everywhere else. Get yourself in order, get your body in order. It's not too late to, to cleanse yourself, clean your mind. Start over. Wait if you need to wait. And if you don't need to wait, go buy a tour or something like that. But I say wait. <laughs> I say wait if you need to wait. Okay. Well, I mean, if if the person you're trying to talk to, they can't understand that you want to wait, then they're not for you. You're right. Yep. You're right. I feel you. Everything happens for a reason. Reaction and all. All right, everybody. We're going to close this thing out. Um... Follow us on uh, Facebook at Sundays, S-U-N-D-A-Z-E. Also, follow us on Twitter at Sunday's Crew, And we're also on Instagram at the.sundays. The.sundays. With the T. <laughs> if you see us post anything, we really, very, very much appreciate it if you share it, like, and comment. Also, we're on uh, YouTube as well. Subscribe. At Sunday, so subscribe that as well. 
Remember, it's not Sundays with a D-A-Y-S. It's S-U-N-D-A-Z-E. Bye. See you later. Thanks for coming over. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next Sunday, y'all.